Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Denise Bloom joining us here again. Excited to have her here on mountainheartrose.com. Yes, she's the owner of the company, Reiki and Wellness. And we're going to talk today more about the work she does as a Reiki master and what she has to offer. And uh, we want to start off by giving you a big warm welcome. Hello. Hi there. Thank you. All right. Excited to be here. Well, thank you. And you're out in uh, Conifer, Colorado. Is that true? Yes. God, mm-hmm. must beautiful weather there. How is it? Oh, it's rainy today. <laughs> You're kidding. Oh, my gosh. But it's warm, and is it uh, is it humid or is it dry? It's, you know, it's humid for Colorado, dry for what you guys are used to in New York. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself to everyone. Hi. Yeah, I'm Denise Bloom, and I'm the owner of Mountain Heart Rose Reiki and Wellness, and my website, www.mountainheartrose.com. I'm on MeWe at Denise underscore M-T-N-H-E-A-R-T and my email dblum514 at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you for being here. How did you want to start off for today's show? Well, I've got an exercise that I would like to uh, offer to everyone who's willing to try it. Sure. And it's really fast. Um, All we have to do is just kind of take in a deep breath. Relax a little bit, and we want to imagine our energy system as a big egg. It's the shape of an egg. Lower part of the the smaller part of the egg is at our feet. Bigger part above our head. It can be white. You can picture it that way. You want to think of it as about double your height in and width. And we want to imagine ourselves in the middle of that egg. And by doing that, we're then in the middle of our own energy system. Then just put the very bottom of it in the earth, maybe six inches. This works even if if you're on a plane, if you're in a high rise, it does not matter. Just imagine it. Use your own intention that that's happening. And once you've done that, we finish this exercise. What happens is we tend to move our aura around we move our own energy field around maybe if we're afraid to talk to the boss we move it in front of us if we're in traffic we're afraid we're going to get rear-ended we move it behind us so this exercise keeps us right in the middle of our own energy system and it just helps us to feel better throughout our day Mm -hmm. all right how do we do this that was that was the exercise so you imagine a white egg okay you imagine it could be white light you imagine it all around you and you are in the middle of it. And then you put the very bottom six inches into the earth. Mm. And that connects us to the earth. And this that's the end of the exercise. It's very quick. You can do it throughout your day. You know, you have a minute, you're taking a drink of water. Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, be in the middle of my own um, aura, my own human energy field. All right, I'm there. I'm there. I am there. I hope you guys are with us. Awesome. And so now we can just kind of move on to the rest of the talk. And I don't know, Jill, what kind of questions you might have for me. 
Uh, well, I want to know your work as a Reiki master and what you have to offer because some people, you know, may be new to the process of energy clearing, what it is and how it could be of service uh, to them, you know. I only learned about Reiki a few years ago when my mom was very ill with cancer and it popped up on like the hospital website as a modality to help her with pain and you know, but I've learned that a lot of my friends and family don't even know what Reiki is and the healing properties behind it. So would you mind just giving us the basics of Reiki to start? I think that's always important, especially if we have new listeners here on the show. Certainly. So Reiki is an energy uh, balancing system, really. It's not necessarily... um, going to cure anything, but it is going to uh, help bring us to balance. Yes, for many people, it does help with pain, um, but it's considered a complementary and alternative medicine. Um, Energy natural medicine, there's all kinds of different forms. What I'm talking about is Reiki. Um, For someone to be considered a Reiki practitioner, they must be attuned with the five Reiki symbols. Uh, we can think of Reiki master in terms of um, the Reiki practitioner having mastery or like similar to a master's degree uh, where they have all five symbols activated. So they can literally bring more energy to the client. Uh, mm-hmm. So what we're doing as energy workers, we literally can take universal energy And we transform it down, kind of like an electric transformer. We're a conduit for that energy. And we can transform it down to the precise energy that the client needs. Um, Kind of like a, a, even like a garden hose in a way. Um, We can, you know, put your finger on a garden hose and it sprays all over. So we could do that. We can do the entire energy system, the entire body, the entire aura. Or we can, you know, like you water just one plant, we can send energy directly to, say, a chakra, an area of the body, etc. Wow. Um, so science really has shown us all living things produce measurable energy. And that's all part of our human energy system. And actually the energy system of plants and animals on the planet as well. And we all have what's called a human energy field that's got different layers to it. Most people have maybe heard of the aura that is produced by our chakras. Chakra system is very ancient, goes back. The original seven chakra system is from Hindu system, and it's incredibly ancient, uh, but still very uh, accurate. And they're proving that more and more as science is able to start proving um, about energy and how that works and how what we do works. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's definitely, um, let's just talk about the aura and the chakras for a moment. So the basic chakra system, we've got chakra means wheels of light. Or you could think of it as wheels of energy, either way, light, energy, kind of the, we use those terms interchangeably. And we've got seven of them attached to the body. They're attached 
we think of, even though they're energetic, they're attached energetically to the spine, to the uh, endocrine system and nervous system. And they start, which you would think they would start at the top of the head. No, they started at the bottom of the trunk. So the first one, and it's a cone shape. So it's a round cone, but the cone has a point. That point from the first chakra is attached to the tailbone and it goes straight down. The other chakras are on both sides of the body. You have a cone in front. So the pointy part towards the body and it goes out. looks like a wheel if you're looking at it from the front or uh, just a circle that's pulsating because energy vibrates. And we have an equal one in the back. That's the entire chakra is mm-hmm. front and back for the second through six chakras. And then the seventh one is top of the head. And again, that one just goes straight up okay. again. Wow. So layers. Um, okay, this is interesting. Oh, completely. We are so complicated. It's really pretty interesting. So each chakra then makes up a layer of our aura. And the first chakra, first layer of the aura Mm -hmm. is the etheric body. And that's an exact energetic duplicate of our physical body. So often when we're working, maybe we're just working on that etheric body. Or maybe we're also working on the chakras at the same time. Uh, That's the wonderful thing about the energy. Energy likes to flow to where it's needed. And so with the... Reiki master's intent, the practitioner's intent, it's going to go where it's needed. So with the etheric body, we actually think of a four body system with our energy system. So the etheric body, so that first layer, which is, uh, there's a layer is ever, it's connected to each chakra. So each chakra produces a layer of our aura. And then we've got more layers after the aura, which is pretty incredible. Um, So we think of that first chakra creating the etheric body. The second chakra, which is lower abdomen, that helps to create the emotional body. Third chakra above the belly button. This is all on the trunk of the body. That creates the mental body. Then there's the spiritual body, which is the chakra's five, six, seven. So the fourth chakra, which is we call the heart chakra, it's on our chest. So it's not on the physical heart. It's in the middle of the chest. But that we kind of consider a bridge. So that's its own entity. It's its own chakra. And then the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra, we consider middle of the forehead. And then that seventh chakra top of the crown. So five, six, seven, create the spiritual layers. The heart with that second chakra, both create emotional layer or the emotional body. So sometimes we're working on etheric body, but maybe, you know, with illness, a lot of emotion comes up, a lot of worry, a lot of mental chatter can go through your head. So really we're working on the etheric body, we're working on the emotional body, and we're working on the mental body. And we're trying to assist wherever that's needed. Often with disease, we've got emotional 
energetic blocks. And so a lot of that is being cleared out as we're working. But, you know, with your experience with your mom, that would have been etheric body Mm -hmm. that's working, you know, really all parts of the energy system because, you know, pain is is a difficult Mm -hmm. thing and it's difficult to work with. So really, it's not uh, just that we're focusing strictly on the area where the pain is located. We're really working on the whole body. We're working on the entire chakra. We're working on the whole aura layer because everything is connected. Yeah. Wow. This is fascinating. All these different layers and I'm learning so much. And wow, this is amazing i've only heard about like the chakras like the first few ones and i don't know there's more chakras than i even imagined and these layers wow you're really this is pretty fascinating (laughs) these electrical layers thought layer energy this is deep conversation i love it (laughs) yes you know and the aura there's there's really we can talk about 12 chakras we don't really need to for today's exercise but so we create the 12 layers of the aura then there's what's called a morphological layer after the aura, which explains it, it's it's involved epigenetics, which is its own, you know, major wonderful uh, profession in and of its own. Um, it tends to explain the morphological layer can help explain issues passed from generation to generation, or even I like to tell my clients it explains why whole families go into the same profession. You know, you, you see that and you're like, wow, why do they do that? Well, it's, it's explained with the morphological layer. There's a couple other layers, a thought and electrical layer, which we think that's new research, which we think is connecting us all together. And we'll talk about that in another uh, podcast. Uh, there is a universal energy layer. Um, so everyone has a little bit. What I've seen, most people have maybe an inch thick layer. Uh, I've seen Reiki practitioners, they'll have two foot to five foot layers of universal energy layers um, because that's really what we're using when we're sending energy. And then finally, we all have an earth layer because we're all connected to our beautiful planet. Um, so, yes, very we're very complicated. Um, and when I work with clients, I'm working with the seven uh, Hindu original chakras. I also tend to work with chakra eight, nine, and 10, just depending on what, what they need, Mm -hmm. what clients need at the moment. Um, We can also think of chakras as having um, their own colors and they form colors in the aura, which is fun. We're rainbows. We're all rainbow. That energy, that light. Can we see it physically? Um, Some people can. Can some you? People can. <laughs> um, I I can see some of it, yes, uh, but I have to really look. Like I have a friend who she doesn't even hardly, you know, she just sees it. I have to concentrate, and then I'll see it. Um, and so it's fun, you know. And it can also explain why we're attracted to wearing certain colors. You know, the first chakra is about our life, our whole life, our work life, what jobs we pick, um, where we live, how we live. So people who really like red, maybe they need to balance that chakra. Second chakra is orange. 
which of course is like the least favorite color. Orange is everyone's least favorite color. Uh, but that tends to be where our emotional issues get stuck. Uh, and I think that's why we don't tend to like orange so much. Uh, third chakra is yellow. And that's about our our power and our ability to uh, have our personal power to create what we want in our life. And by Fourth the way, chakra. we have to yes. we have to take a quick break. I'm going to make it a super quick break because we're going to go over all these chakras. We have a lot to talk about. We don't have much time left, so let's let's take a super right. quick break. Just remind us of how we can reach you. www.mountainheartrose.com. Perfect. Stay tuned. We'll be right back in just 20 seconds. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in DVR for days. We've got hip hop for lovers, renovations for brothers. Pups for preschoolers and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. All right, Denise Bloom here. Yes, we're so excited talking about the human energy system today, and she's really enlightening us, and we were just in the middle of discussing chakras. So welcome back. Let's continue, because <laughs> we have 10 minutes yeah. left. Go ahead. Right. Okay, so really quickly, um, each chakra has a color. Third chakra is yellow. Fourth, in the middle of the chest, is green. Throat is blue. We think of purple, um, the one in the middle of the forehead, uh, deep purple or an indigo, top of the head, like a violet white. And I was saying, you know, sometimes you're attracted to colors and those colors that you're wearing are balancing your chakra. Uh, kind of quickly, what each chakra is responsible for, uh, the first chakra, uh, we call the base chakra. That's our life, where we live, where we work, our money all of that. Second, we think of as creativity. And of course, that's connected with our um, uh, pleasure as well. Uh, third chakra is about our power and our personal power. Can we speak up for ourselves? Fourth chakra, heart, we know is love. You know, everyone, everyone kind of knows that one. The fifth chakra at the throat, that's about your truth, expression and communication. The sixth can really be about intuition and vision. And we think of the seventh as the spiritual chakra. So, and then the chakras make up the bodies. First through third are considered the physical chakras. They influence the physical body the most. Second and fourth chakra make up the emotional body. That's where emotional energetic blocks can occur. Chakra three and five can make up the mental body. And chakra six through 12 make up the spiritual body. We're not really going to talk about the others. Aura layers, they're very connected. They're, they start closest to the body, so that etheric body is closest to the body, and they go out in layers. And, some, you know, the aura, for some people, can be 40 feet around. So it can be very large. Um, but I think, honestly, that includes all, all of the layers. Okay. Uh, the layer number is the same as the chakra number. And... Both affect different, you know, sim actually similar parts of body, mind, emotion, or spirit. First chakra, etheric body. We also think of it too, uh, first chakra, working with the muscle and bone of the body. Um, it can also, the etheric layer is also an energetic protection of the body. Uh, second layer, emotion, emotions, creativity, screening emotions. 
third um, ideas and beliefs are filtered through here. That's our empowerment layer. Fourth, we can think of as an astral body. Um, that's the part of us that sort of leaves during dream time. I even have a client who goes and visits her her family during dream time, and she knows what they're you know what they're up to if they're okay when she wakes up. Uh, also, our fourth layer is it, it's about relationships, whether mm-hmm. um, we you know like someone or someone repels us. Again, emotional blocks could be in that second or fourth layer. Fifth layer, we consider mental body. This also holds what we call the etheric body blueprint for a personal optimum body. Uh, so it's it's the optimal, um, whereas our physical may not be showing that. Uh, it's also about communication and, again, attracting or repelling people. Uh, sixth layer, this is part of the, the six seventh layers we think really access the universal energy. Sixth uh, layer shows that we're open to choices and we enact about those. Maybe we're reading about different religions or going to different churches, deciding on a path. Seventh layer, uh, this tends to broadcast our spiritual decisions. You know, uh, for example, I'm spiritual, which might be different from my family members who are religious. It also helps us connect to spirits. So yes, there's other chakras. Uh, We don't have time to talk about those now. I do want to mention that um, animals, pets, they have the seven chakra system as well. They have an aura. And I really believe that they have very similar to ours um, in most respects, uh, although smaller, uh, maybe not as complicated. Uh, plants, too, have an energy system. Uh, they have what we would call an etheric body. Uh, then I also see a universal layer and an earth layer for plants, trees. Uh, so Reiki works on pets and plants as well because everything is energy and again energy likes to go where it's needed also with our human energy system there's 21 minor chakras and 14 meridians and meridians are what are used with acupuncture the most but i've definitely cleared meridians for people uh so yes you know that's that's a part of our energy system so we're very complicated people reiki works on all of the chakras can work on all of the aura layers, and can work on the entire human energy field. So uh, we can do quite a bit, and we can do um, very specific. We can work very specific on one area, or we can work more broad on, say, an entire issue. And often issues are involving more than one chakra, because it's all connected. Everything in our body is connected. So there's a spiritual component of every chakra. There's a physical component of every chakra. There's an emotional component in every chakra because uh, everything's interconnected. Um, but the basics are, we think of first through three is physical. Heart is love mm-hmm. and five through seven as the more spiritual chakras. There's so much to this. I wish we can get through all these notes today, but we're not going to be able to. My goodness, we have a lot to cover. So hopefully we're going to break this down for our next session as well. Can we do that? Can we kind of sum up today for now? And then we'll definitely pick up where we left off uh, next time. Certainly, yes. So just to summarize, we're complex, energetic beings, which is awesome. We have seven auras, or excuse me, seven chakras that we work with that create layers, energetic layers of aura. Then we've got other layers, a morphological layer, 
I thought an electrical layer, a universal energy layer, an earth layer, because we're all connected with our beautiful planet. And, you know, in Reiki, we work with all of that. We can look very specifically and work very specific, or we can work more broad. My experience is we can start off specific, but then we end up having to work on the entire system because we're, everything is all interconnected. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the chakras don't exist, and it, in any issue does not exist um, just maybe in just one chakra. It's going to really exist throughout the system. So really, we're working on the entire system, not necessarily just one chakra when we're working. Well, thank you for being here, for joining us. Remind us of the website, how we can reach you one more time. Yes, website, www.mountainheartrose.com. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you here. Looking forward to the rest of the conversation next time. Have a great day. And to all of our listeners, please stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Recording stop. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah. Buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.